Hello and welcome to Movement, a weekly podcast for South Aussie Baptists to listen and imagine together. Each fortnight, Melinda Cousins interviews a leader from within our movement and then asks them to share one of their recent sermons with us the following week. Welcome to our special Christmas episode for Movement. We've really enjoyed bringing you this podcast this year and we hope that you have enjoyed listening to a range of guests from across our movement, uh, hearing some of their sermons from their local contexts. I know for me some of the highlights have been sitting down and chatting with people um, in from within our local team, from those you know, operating at those state, uh, national and even international levels uh, and hearing different stories of people who are seeking to follow Jesus and lead people to Jesus in the midst of the context of this particular um, year that we found ourselves in and in our local movement. We're coming to the end, obviously, of what's been a a different, unexpected, perhaps disappointing and difficult in many ways year. Um, But we're also really excited that God is faithful and he's been at work through all of it. So for today's episode, we wanted to do a few different things, have a bit of fun. We're going to have a a bit of a quiz coming up later with a couple of the guys from our team. We're going to uh, hear from a couple of people from across our team, maybe some more lighthearted things and some more serious things as we reflect on this season and just give a gift to you this Christmas. Well, I'm a real gifts person, so I love buying gifts for people. Oh, so buy, um, buying rather than getting or both? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't mind getting them, but I, I just do love buying gifts and mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, what people would like. I love you know, Christmas food, of course, and parties, and I just love the feel of summer, you know, just that when people are starting to relax and you can sort of feel holidays coming. My favourite carol of all time is Joy to the World. Every year a verse, a line in the the carol just jumps out at me and just just in awe of this amazing God that's come down, you know, at Christmas to, you know, for us to save us. It's just just astounding. This year the line that's uh, jumped out at me is the wonder of his love and just dwelling on the wonder of his love just takes your breath away. So what's 2020 been like for you? Weird. That's a good answer, isn't it? I think it's been weird for everyone. Now I'm sitting down with Ruth Grace, who is our amazing podcast producer. And Ruth, you put together a page on our website for people across our churches with resources and ideas for Christmas. Yes, I did. I've got a few recommendations here, so I'll just run through them. They're all from our team. So Fantastic. the first recommendation is actually from you, Melinda. Oh. So, <laughs> so you've actually recommended a blue Christmas. And mm. I think that's such a wonderful idea, particularly for this year. Yeah. Obviously, we've all had a bit of an interesting year. And a blue Christmas is traditionally held, I believe, on the 21st of December. Yeah, that's right, because it's in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the longest night of the year. Ah. So here it's the shortest. But the idea of a long night, a dark night, yeah. There you go. And I guess the idea of the blue Christmas is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's sort of to lament and provide the hope of Christmas, but also recognise that sometimes Christmas isn't as much of a joyful time as we'd like it to be. And so, yeah, what you can do with a service, I guess, is you can have candles, prayer, music, psalms, that kind of thing is sort of part of your recommendations. And you've provided a blog post and uh, Richmond's service outline from a couple of years ago. Yeah, from last year. So people can use it if they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a good opportunity for people who might be grieving or finding this time of year particularly tough. Yeah, cool. So that's a really great recommendation. 
I should mention as well, you can find all the recommendations on our website under sabaptist.asn.au slash Christmas. Well, and I would say I'll make sure we put a link to that in our episode notes, but actually I'll make sure that you put a link to that in our episode notes. (laughs) Well, I better remember. (laughs) Now, the next recommendation comes from Andrew Turner, who's our wonderful church development facilitator, I want to say. Yeah. (laughs) And sort of resident evangelist guru. Mm -hmm. And he's recommended Crossover, which is, I guess, an evangelism resource organization that we're associated with. Does yeah, and part of the Baptist family. Yep. And every Christmas they put out a whole bunch of resources. So they have, this year they put out a Christmas video and postcards to invite people along to your church and also some sermon outlines and things to help you as well. So you can find all of those things over on the Crossover website and you can also find their Christmas resources from the last few years. So if you need some inspiration, that's really helpful too. Beth Hoy, who's our Next Gen Ministry team leader, she has recommended a couple of things. So this one's particularly exciting for those people who have kids, but also if you've been kind of missing the carols and fun Christmas things Mm -hmm. that we normally do in the lead up to Christmas. I want to say Gamia Baptist Church. Oh, Gaimia. Gaimia. There yeah. we go. <laughs> yes. Um, they've actually organized what they've called Carols in Your Backyard. Yeah. And it's a Christmas service, basically. You just stream their carol service. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Colin Buchanan and Emma Pask coming okay. along. Great. So, um, yeah, that should be a really great time. You can maybe set up something with your church if you've got the space, do something in the car park or something like that. With your neighbours, maybe. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, Invite your family, invite your friends. And, yeah, just try and have somewhat of a normal Christmas, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's a really great one for Beth. And then she's also recommended doing something like a drive-through Christmas story. So... What's that? (laughs) So if you've got the space in your church car park or, I don't know, you've got a driveway or something, you can set up Christmas lights, set up a nativity, something like that, and people can drive through and sort of socially distance but Mm -hmm. also learn about Christmas and the story. Fantastic. Christmas. So I'd like to recommend a website called Church Media Drop. Um, Basically, if you're looking for graphics or... Anything to sort of make your Christmas more visually exciting, I guess, at your church. Um, so presentation slides or um, little nice countdown videos or that kind of thing. You can find them at Church Media Drop for free. Lots of um, graphic designers from all over the world submit their designs. Oh, fantastic. And, um, yeah, there's some really great Christmas ones on there. I've used them myself, so <laughs> don't judge me. But, um, yeah, that's a really wonderful resource too. Oh, thanks so much, Ruth. I'm sure people will find those really useful. And thank you for all the hard work you've been putting into making this podcast happen this year. <laughs> My pleasure. So Ruth will be heading off on maternity leave early next year. I am, So yes. we'll miss you, <laughs> uh, but we'll look forward to having you back on Movement once again in the future. Mm, sounds good. Thanks, Melinda. Advent is actually about the season of longing and expectation and waiting for the King to come, Uh, both in terms of waiting for uh, the moment when we remember Jesus coming, uh, his incarnation at Christmas, but also the longing for his return. And the thing about Advent that I think really strikes me 
perhaps this year even more than most, is that this season of longing and expectation grows out of a recognition that things are not all as we would like them to be, that things are not all as God would have them be, that there is a longing and an expectation and a hope for more. We long for God to restore and to renew, to come and make himself known in new ways, to be present amongst us, to heal and to guide and to bless. And the lead up to Christmas, this Advent season, actually provides an opportunity in some ways for us to to cry out, to lament, to, to ask God to step in to some of the pain and the brokenness and the hurt of our world. One of the cries that is sometimes used in the Advent season from the prophets is, God, that you would rend the heavens and come down. God, that you would visit us and make yourself known. And I think there's a, a cry of longing that has come out of some of the challenges of this year. But our great hope is that God does hear our prayers and our cries and does come and make himself known to us. We have the fulfillment of that hope and promise and longing in what we celebrate at Christmas, that God himself came down and incarnated himself in a baby, uh, was born amongst us, lived and walked and taught and related and loved and, and made himself known to real people in real place at real time. And that hope that we find in the Christmas story is a guarantee of the hope we have that God will again return to once and for all restore and renew all the things. So I pray that as you enter into this season of Advent and look forward to celebrating Christmas, whether it's going to look different this year, um, that you would find that uh, expectation and longing leads you to prayer and to lament and to confession and, uh, and to a deeper relationship with Jesus, and that you would find that hope that comes from knowing that he has entered into our world, entered into history, entered into our story, uh, and that we have a promise that he will put all things right. It's 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 been a year of opportunity, I mm-hmm. think, a year of change, a year mm-hmm. of, of people actually having to sit back and have time to sit back and reflect on where they're at, where they've mm-hmm. been at, what they need to do to move forward. And yeah. it's just been so much that's been happening and so much that's been changing. You can really see there's there's a movement mm-hmm. of God behind all this. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about things going wrong and talk about you know, doom and gloom, but I think all things work together and, yeah. and God has shown that he can really grab any situation by the scruff of the neck and turn it to good. So. Welcome to this segment, which apparently we're calling the Christmas 2020 Quiz Off. So we have with us uh, Andrew Turner, who was one of our early guests on the podcast. You remember him? And we also have with us Glenn Dixon, maybe known to our podcast listeners as VoiceOver Man. Yes, indeed, it is the VoiceOver Man here. <laughs> Great to have you actually in person as part of the podcast, Glenn. It's good to be. So, Andrew versus Glenn, but those of you listening in, play along. We're going to have 10 questions about 2020, 10 questions about Christmas, 100 points for a correct answer, and there might be some bonus points for bonus answers along the way. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's do this. <laughs> for those listening, are more ready than you are. Let's do it. So, I'm going to cast your minds back to the beginning of 2020. Now it seems a long time ago. On the 8th of January this year, who quit their jobs? Andrew Turner. Megan and Harry. Oh, well done. 100 points uh, for Andrew. Exit. 
<laughs> Mix it. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> Something like that. Start of the year. Long forgotten now. Yeah. Bonus points if you can tell me on which platform they did so. Ooh. Come on, you social media fiends. It's not me. Buckingham Palace balcony platform. The platform shoes. And I'm going to put it out there and say uh, Insta, whatever that is. Oh, and you are entirely correct. They did it on Instagram. The crowd goes wild. Okay, number two, also back early in the year. To the nearest million, how many hectares of land burned in the Australian bushfires this year? Ooh. Who's going to give us a go? To the closest million. To the closest million. <laughs> Andrew Shannon. I've got no idea. <laughs> I'm going to say 20 because that number just Ooh. kind of jumped into my brain. You are close. Let's see if Glenn can get closer. Yes. I say 800. 800 hectares. You are way off. Okay. I think I'm going to give Andrew 50 points for 20. It is 18. Okay, question three. In February, which country became the first in the world to make all public transport free? Right. Yeah. Why don't you do some guessing? Narrowing the field. Yeah, more information, please. Okay, so 100 points yeah. was for a right answer, so we'll go 75 points once I give you the continent. Europe. How many points do we lose for a bad guess? <laughs> None. Oh, All right, because we're let's, 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 <laughs> for Andorra. <laughs> Spain. Finland. Finland. Come on, they Look, do that sort of thing. No, good guesses. So we're going to go down to 50 points, and I'll narrow the field. It's one of the Benelux countries. Oh, one of the Benelux countries. <laughs> hey, on, clarification, what is a Benelux country? Belgium, <laughs> Netherlands, Luxembourg. All right. You've got three options. You take a pick. Choose one, choose one, I'll take the other two. <laughs> Belgium? Incorrect. Okay. Every for 25 oh. points. Luxembourg. Correct. Yay. <laughs> Good old so, Luxembourg. Quick score check. AT is on 225. Glenn is on... Zero, and I'm not sure how those women are doing. This is great. It's double the number of things I know about Luxembourg. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, number four. Australian Tony Watson broke through with which song earlier this year? Broke through. Broke through. Is that a a hint? Yeah, well. It does sound like. With which song? It was a massive hit. Yeah, obviously. Pop <laughs> culture, <Right. isn't> it? <laughs> yes, yeah. Even then, I listen to news radio in the morning yeah. and Life FM in, in the car, and they don't God, usually do the big. The answer. Okay. So big. Oh uh, yeah. I can give, us, give us a little. Hundred points. Breakthrough. No. Okay. No, yeah. so Taking the question, which you just, so just sing us the 50, first sixty-seven 50 bars. points. Otherwise known as Tones and I. Ah. Oh. Does that help you? No. Nah. I could, I could, got the song in my head now. I think that's a fail. Dance monkey. Does, oh, yeah, the dance monkey. Oh, my kids are going to be so ashamed. <laughs> and you're heading shame. But not because of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five. This one's a bit of maths and a bit of 2020, and Ooh. I feel like someone might have an advantage here. If a church building in Adelaide had two rooms, one with 500 square metres and the other with 100 square metres, how many people could they have at church on the 28th of June, 2020? Glenn's been writing our own <laughs> But every time it changes, I forget what it was because it's again relevant for the new one. Andrew I'm going to say 150. Oh, no. Sorry. 75 points, Glenn. 28th of June. Not a bad guess. I'd say 10. No, it was actually, no, that was earlier, I think. No, the correct answer oh. was 100. 
So they were allowed to have 75 in any one room. Oh, so in their big yeah. room, they could have 25. And then one pair, four square metres in a smaller room. So a 100 square metre room could have 25 people in it. 75 plus 25, 100. There you go. I thought you'd memorised all these rules. Like I say, I did at the time and then I moved on. Okay. Given our pop culture references so far, I'm feeling nervous about this question. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Which Netflix series made Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin household names? Oh, 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 oh. Um... um Hey. Tiger King. Oh, look at him go. Kids will be proud of you now. Maybe. I was banned I've, from watching that. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I was just uh. I've got a picture of some strange looking bloke and there was a bit of buzz well, going around done. about it. Okay, let's go leave the earth for a minute. In July, NASA launched a mission to where? Everyone was like, I'd love to go with them. Mm. Let's all leave. So to another planet? Correct, but which one? They went somewhere specific. See if they could find intelligent life in the White House. Um, <laughs> Trump. A little bit further. Okay. All right. I'll oh, put it out, I'll put it out there. In? Venus. Oh, no, incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> close <laughs> to the sun. I've done it. Got down to 50 points. Andrew. Jupiter. <laughs> 25 points. Mars. Yes. <laughs> Mars. Yes, Mars. So oh, Mars is from 2018 <laughs> to 2020. <laughs> and the future. Okay, right. number eight. What is the Collins Dictionary Word of the Year for 2020? Got to be some good contenders here. <laughs> oh, he's getting uh, no, you're... Oh, you're. 18. COVID-iot. Ooh, <laughs> it's a good one. I like it. It's not, it's not the right answer. It's like one of those um, Melbourne gonna... words. Yeah. Mm, like gonna... Isolate Ministry. <laughs> I'm going to keep it at 100 for, oh, for a while because I think it's a good contenders here. It's not a new word, but it was used... A lot, which is unprecedented. Ah, uh, the unprecedented use of the word "unprecedented" is unfortunately not the correct oh, okay. answer. Okay, but well, the only word I've used more than that, I think, this year would be <laughs> unmute. <laughs> unmute yourself. Steve Woods did say unpotato. Unpotato. Unpotato yourself. Unpotato yeah. yourself. No, I'll go down to fifty points. The definition. Ready. The imposition of stringent restrictions on travel, social interactions, and access to public spaces, otherwise known as. Andrew. Social distancing? No. Lockdown. Correct. Oh. Well done, Andrew. Mm. Uh, I don't know if we should do a score check, Lane. No, don't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm doing woeful. I'm sure that there's people at home doing better than both of you. Okay, number nine. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back for round two. Okay. Which Southern Hemisphere politician won a second term in a landslide victory in October? Glenn. Prime Minister of New Zealand. Yes, and her name would be... Prime Minister. (laughs) 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 Madam Prime Minister. Madam Prime Minister. Let me describe the facial contortions (laughs) for the listeners that Glenn That's why I'm the voiceover guy, not the video guy. For 50 bonus points, Andrew, do you want to give us her name? I think, well, I can share these ones with... Oh, half the points each. Her first name is Jacinda. Adun. Well done, half each. Excellent. And final question in our 2020 theme. For how many days was the South Australian-Victoria border closed? Oh. Glenn. A lot. A lot. And really that frustratingly is, so. Yes. Waiting to get there. To see waiting the to get there. I've actually yes. just booked tickets on going oh. in a 10 days. Fantastic. Woo. Well, that's that's worthy of some points. So just, just to recap, that excellent answer of yours, Glenn. <laughs> was there a number two, in there somewhere? Too many. Oh, two. 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 It starts with a two. Right. 200 and something. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Ish. Oh, I'm going to have a stab. Okay. 150. No. Didn't I already say it started with a two? Yeah, she did. Oh, I started with a two. <laughs> 
250. Or pretty close. So 253 was oh, the answer. Yeah. But so maybe people yeah. listening in knew that one. Okay. All right. We might have failed 2020. I think maybe we're going to Christmas. I feel like we just had a Christmas dinner last night, so we Ooh. might be in a better zone here, do you think? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start you off with a – I think it's an easy one. We'll see. How much older than Jesus was his cousin John the Baptist? For those who know their Christmas stories. Whoa. Andrew. Six months. Correct. Well done. Who declared in 350 AD that the birth of Christ would be celebrated on 25th December? That's more your era than mine. Just, yeah, just before I answer this question, yes. let me clarify. L- let the um, listeners know that mm. I'm competing now against two theologians. <laughs> I'm not competing. I'm just asking the questions. One, all right. One's asking the question who knows all the answers already, and the other one who's been asked the questions who probably knows all the answers already. <laughs> but come Cause on. Because, you know, they studied bulk college and all that sort of thing. What are you going to give me, Glenn? A lot of less oh, face yeah. egg headed your way, though. So. Yeah. This is true. A little more pressure on you, less pressure on me. I'd say yeah. so. So by all means, please go and answer. So 50 points for the role the person might have held and 100 if you can then aim. I think Andrew's Go for it, Andrew. Andrew? Right. So decreed, so I'm getting yes. an emperor. Ooh. It's a good thought, but uh, you would be incorrect. So it's not Constantine. A bishop Constantine. <laughs> Pro- uh, Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Did they have Prime Minister 350 or what did they have instead? Oh, dear, Matt Gray is going to grill me this time <laughs> I see him from my lack of church history uh, knowledge. Surely someone listening at home right. is screaming out, yes. So I'm going to say, is that a bishop? Oh, you're so close, but so far. Who <laughs> oh, so might not... outrank a bishop? All right, it's not Pope. Sure. Correct. It was Julius. Pope. Okay. Pope Julius. Here we are. The Pope's ran that long ago. Yeah. Still, imagine decreeing something in 1700 years, people still still doing Stick it. Stick to it. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Maybe this is more. That's authority. Right. That's... On what date is the movie Die Hard set? Oh. When? It's Christmas Eve. Oh, correct. For a bonus 50 points, Ben, can you tell me what city it's set in? Ah, oh. Andrew, go for it. Oh. Los Angeles. Correct. So you knew that was more up your alley. Yeah, it's a Naka Tummy Tower. Apparently it's a Christmas movie, they tell me. Yes, it is. Okay. Because it gets talked about every Christmas. Never seen it. About whether it's a Christmas movie. Never seen it. I know. In what modern country was St. Nicholas born? Andrew. I'm going to say Italy. Is incorrect. Greece. Oh, you're closer. So maybe that gets some points. Turkey. Correct. Oh. I think that's a 70 point pointer for that one. Very good. The scores yeah. are a bit more even now. 575 plays 450. Oh, really? Why? Wow. Okay. okay. He, wasn't he known for punching a heretic? Oh, Matt would be the one to there's ask. Someone, that. Yeah. Yeah, some don't try and get bonus points out of There's some Christmas <laughs> t shirt going around that says St. Nicholas punching heretics since, you know, since, whatever, uh, yeah. like 300 and whatever. So, oh, okay. That's just a little hint, Kathy, for my wishes. <laughs> Christmas wishes. <laughs> if you're listening out there. Or, in fact, anyone. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to give you a present? <laughs> maths. Okay, this is another one that's going to be maths in it. So, if someone gave you all the gifts in the 12 Days of Christmas <sighs> song, how oh. many items would you have? Land. Way too many. <laughs> Way too many is is fair, but we're looking for a number. Oh, actual number. All the gifts. So counting all the way up and all the way back, or just the total number of gifts? Oh, which yeah. This is, this is there. I'll take so two answers to this question. Be, I'll take yeah. either answer. So I'm going to say one up to 12, mm. which would be 13 times 6, 78. That is correct. Very well worked out, Andrew. Oh. 78 gifts. Uh, one in, and 12 is 13, and 2 and 11 is 13. 
Okay. Oh, so Glenn's looking at me strangely. Yeah. yeah. Which is the usual way I look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it could, you could say 364 if you actually had, you know, like every verse. So by the last time you were still getting an oh. extra pear tree. You know, you got 12 part pears in a yeah. partridge. Yes. Partridges in a pear tree, maybe, is what I'm looking for. <laughs> so do you get the 12 partridges mm. in one pear tree or do you actually get 12 partridges oh, and 12 pear trees? I think That's you get a good 12 question, pear trees actually. If you get every Theologians day, differ right now. Yeah. So on the twelfth day, you're getting all of the gifts again. All right, so you're yeah. like, I've, I've got enough swans. It's like, one of those questions of interpretation. It is, yes. And <laughs> I won't ask you this, but uh, the, there is a Christmas will. price index that values every year how much the value of those gifts would be. Wow. And for 2020, it would be $38,993.59 worth of gifts. That includes a bunch of humans. It does, yes. They, they ballet, oh. they you know do the rates for like a ballet performance for the Lord's oh, okay. Leaping okay. and the rates for the, you know, ladies dancing. And apparently, though, you know what Promise. kicks up the price the most? It's those swans. Swans. Swans are yeah. apparently really expensive. Yeah, I walked past the swan this morning. <laughs> Should have pocketed it. We're going a bit more theological now. <clears throat> Okay. In which Christmas carol are the lines, Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. <gasps> so race to the buzzers, Andrew Turner. Hark the Herald Angels. Very good. My favourite. Yes, it is. So, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is my favourite. That's correct. I thought she was referring to me. That's her favourite. <laughs> oh, I do believe that. Very good, my favourite. <laughs> and I do believe that's reflected in the points. <laughs> uh, I think there's enough questions, Glenn, that if you got them all, you might just catch up. Okay. Thanks for a recap. I think this has been stolen. This is stolen. (laughs) Stolen. Fraud. Hand on the buzzer then, Glenn. Which two famous Australian sporting events, or hand on Andrew's buzzer (laughs) so you can't use his, begin the day after Christmas? What, two? Two. Glenn. Well, there's the... MCG test, Boxing Day test. Yes. And uh, there's, is it Sydney to Hobart? Ooh, yes. she pulls it out. Right on. That is the correct answer. Back to the Bible. How many angels spoke to the shepherds on the night of Jesus' birth? Glenn. One. Oh, very good. That is correct. The rest of them sang. The yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, very good. Given the knowledge that the average daily calorie intake of a human being is about 2,250 calories. What's the average calorie intake on Christmas Day? Oh. Yes. 6,000. You are on the way, but no. On the way. It is more. Glenn, you want to have a stab? Oh. I won't go down the path of the uh, hectares. Yes. Seven and a half. Oh, you went a little too far. 7,000. Okay. I think I'll give you some points. Though. It's closer. Yeah, we've got to, we've 7, got to make it thousand. close. It's a substantial euro. That's rock. some pudding. Okay, so with my creative accounting there, the scores now. <laughs> 775 for Andrew. Right. 700 for Glenn. Okay. With one question remaining. Oh, worth 100 points. Pressure. So it all comes down to this. How many kilometres would Mary and Joseph have had to travel from Nazareth to Bethlehem? And I think, do we go closest wins? For the game. I'm going to say, this is just to build attention for everyone, 175. Mm. Wildly out, quite possibly. Glenn, over to you. Do we know how long it took them? It just says they went. It does. I don't think there's a time frame, so no, that's not going to help you. You're no. going to work out the average speed of a donkey. And that's it. That's it. Laden with us, pretty heavily. Meal stops, toilet breaks. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that you might be buying time. <laughs> well, I'm going to go lower. Lower? Yes, I am. Okay, Glenn, what are we going? 130. Oh, you're going to make me do maths here. 
So, what, that's somewhere in between. Or 175, closer to 156.4. 6.4 and 19, I yeah. think. Andrew every wins. Turn oh. it out by about 7 kilometres. That's it. <laughs> well done. I love people. So, <laughs> you do. We know so Christmas to me is um, lots of social things and lots of catching up, and especially family. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the country, so my family, I've got family in. Pascoville family in Kangaroo Island, my mum and dad are at Victor and stuff and so to get us all together in the one place is really special and um, so I'm really looking forward to spending some time on Kangaroo Island at my brother's farm over Christmas. G'day, I'm Mike Mills, the State Executive Minister for Baptist Churches of South Australia. In this Christmas season at the end of a year like no other any of us have experienced before, I'd like to offer you this short reflection. In doing so, I want to acknowledge Max Lucado and his book, God Came Near. Someone once wrote, Christianity in its purest form is nothing more than seeing Jesus. For 51 years, Bob Edens was blind. He couldn't see a thing. His world was a black hole full of sounds and smells. He felt his way through five decades of darkness. And then he could see. A skilled surgeon performed a complicated operation and for the first time in his life, Bob Edens had sight. The record of this experience can be found in psychology books and other references. He found it all quite overwhelming. And here are some of his comments. He exclaimed, I would never have dreamt that yellow is so, so yellow. I don't have words. I'm amazed by yellow. Red is my favourite colour. I just can't believe red. I can see the shape of the moon and I like nothing better than seeing a jet fly across the sky leaving a vapour trail. And of course, sunrises and sunsets. You could never know how wonderful everything is. He's right. Those of us who have lived a lifetime with vision cannot know how wonderful it must be to be given sight. But Bob Edens is not the only one who has spent a lifetime near something without actually seeing it. Nearly everyone suffers from some form of blindness. It's amazing, isn't it? We can live next door to something for a lifetime, but unless we take time to focus on it, it doesn't become a part of our life. You think about it. Just because you've witnessed a thousand rainbows doesn't mean you've seen the wonder behind and the beauty behind the colours. You can live here in Australia and fail to notice the splendour of the creation that surrounds us. You can spend a lifetime with someone and never really know them. A person can be all that goodness calls them to be and still never see the author of life. You see, being honest and moral doesn't necessarily mean you will see God. We may see what others see in him, or we may hear what others say he said, but until we see him for ourselves, until our own sight is given, at best we can only see a hazy image. So it begs the question, have you seen Jesus? Have you seen this man, the bronzed Jew, who spoke with thunderous authority and yet loved with childlike humility? 
the one who claimed to be older than time and greater than death. For a moment, put aside the institution of religion and clear away the fog of theology and lift the curtain of controversy and opinion and take away our own error and self-centeredness. And there he stands, Jesus. He called himself divine, yet he allowed a minimum wage Roman soldier to drive a nail into his wrist. He demanded purity, yet stood for the right of a repentant whore. He called people to march, yet refused to allow them to call him king. And he sent a group of people into the world, yet equipped them only with prayer and memories of a resurrected carpenter. This Christmas, all the carols we will sing or hear speak of him. The Christmas lights and the candles remind us that he said, I am the light of the world. In the darkness of despair, it is Jesus who brings the light of hope. In the darkness of injustice and corruption, it is Jesus who brings the light of truth and mercy. In the darkness of pandemic confusion and anxiety, it is Jesus who brings the light of peace. In the darkness of hate and loneliness, it is Jesus who brings the light of love. Christmas is about God showing himself. It's about God opening our eyes. So do you see him? I pray that you will this Christmas, even as you perhaps are listening to this podcast, that something will be removed from your eyes that you might see him. Well, thanks for sticking with us for this very special and somewhat unusual episode of Movement. And thanks for being part of our listening community across this year. I have really loved hosting and listening with you to the stories of what God is up to across our movement, listening to stories of those who serve on our team and imagining together how God might be teaching and inspiring and encouraging us through one another's stories. We'll be back next year and we're hoping to get out to some leaders maybe across our movement in our churches and ministries all across the place. So if you know of someone that you think would be great for us to listen to and imagine with, or if you're someone who's leading in your context and got a story you'd love to share with our wider movement, please let us know and get in touch. So look out for us in your feeds next year. But until then... We pray that you would have a really wonderful Christmas season celebrating uh, the coming of Jesus into our world and making himself known to us uh, incredibly as one of us. And we pray for our movement into 2021. We know that it might not look like what we expect or maybe we don't expect much after the year that this has been. But we trust God's faithfulness. We trust the Spirit's leading. And we trust that King Jesus is continuing to speak and make himself known to us and through us to those around us. We'll catch you then. Thanks for tuning into Movement this year. If you enjoyed this show, then please take a second to give us five stars, tap subscribe, and tell a friend. We are available wherever you get your pods. Movement is hosted by Melinda Cousins and produced by Ruth Grace and the team at Baptist Churches SA. We'll be back in your feed next year with more guests and sermons from our movement. Until next time, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Ho, 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 ho.